Well, welcome back. This is Tommy with the Care Team. This is episode 26, uh, March 11, 2021. Change the way you think, change your life from Romans 12.2. And we have some special guests today. It's our outreach team here from Northside, uh, Mark and Doug. So we're just really glad to have you guys on. As we get started with any podcast, we're going to have a soft start. And uh, in the soft start, it's going to be see who see who can steal another person's dad joke. So we got a handful of dad jokes, and we're going to try to steal them. It's just for bragging rights. And so in normal Care Team fashion, we got some suspenseful music there <laughs> kind of get us in the mood and uh yeah i don't know who wants to lead us off i'll start i never start these things i'll start i got this is my only one and only dad joke i was telling the guys before we started that dad jokes are better in the moment so yes. this is the only one i could come up with to to bring um it's a biblical dad joke so what kind of car did the wise men drive to see jesus i don't know Anybody? Nope. Mm. It says they all came of one accord. So that would be oh. Honda Accord. Oh. Okay. <laughs> yeah. That's good. Here we go. What is brown and sticky? <laughs> well, I, I don't know. I'm scared to ask, Doug. What is what is brown and sticky? A stick? A stick. Oh, wow. That is a dad joke yeah, for what, sure. It wasn't that hard, guys. It wasn't hard. It wasn't hard at all. Uh, this one's going to be an easy one for you guys. So what do you call a singing computer? A singing computer. Man. You got me I there. have no you got idea. Got me there, there, Mark. Adele? Adele. <laughs> That's good. Like That's it. a new like one, it. too. That's timely. It's good. All right. All right I'm trying this- to... Oh, go ahead. Uh, uh, no okay. one has stolen one yet, so we, we're, we're zero points right now. Let's go. All right. I'm going to save that one for last. Did you hear Steve Harvey and his wife got into a fight? <laughs> it was a family feud. It was a family feud. You got it first. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Mark, Mark, Mark got a point. <laughs> okay, here you go, guys. You're okay. Russian when you go into the restroom. You're American when you come out of the restroom, but what are you when you're in the restroom? European. That is European. A, that is a good classic. I, that's a good joke. All right, King Arthur. He had a knight who collected taxes. What was his name? What? Say it Tax, again. Taxidermist. Something. King Arthur had a knight, and his knight's job was to collect taxes. What was his name? <laughs> uh, I, I, I don't know. Don't know. I don't. Surcharge. Surcharge. That is good. Good, good, good. I got one more for you. It says, what do you call it when Batman skips church? A a dark night? Christian Bale. (laughs) (laughs) I like it. That was good. All right. Tommy, got another one? All right. I'm I'm reading this one. I stole this one, but I like it. Who was the most business savvy woman in the Bible? I have no idea. The Pharaoh's daughter, of course. She went down to the bank of the Nile and pulled out a little prophet. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's good. I like that. that. All right. (laughs) Hey, what was Tigger doing with his head in the toilet? Something poo. Looking for some poo. (laughs) He was looking for poo. Yes, you got it. All right. So the last one here is why did the salad go to the studio? Why to mix this? it up. Oh, that was that, that, that's a good. 
you know, like a mixed sound. I don't know. To oh. get some beats. Oh, to get some beats. okay. That's okay. better. That's better. Than All that. right. <laughs> I like mix it up, though. That was good. That, yeah, I, I think I like that one better. So, yeah. All right. Well, um, we'll get down to business here. Like uh, Tommy shared, we're here with our outreach team. Uh, not the entire team, but the leaders of the team and excited to have them here talking about various topics. But as we were getting ready today, uh, we decided that the most important thing we could talk about is why we serve. And so, Doug, I'm going to turn it over to you to talk a little bit about what is the importance in serving and why we do that. Yeah, sure. Thanks, guys, for having us on here. Really appreciate the opportunity. So, uh, you know, it's easy to think that when people, uh, when the church asks for us to serve, that we think that we're doing the church a favor. We're doing somebody a, yeah. f- a, a favor, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, or the nonprofit or whatever. Mm-hmm. But it, it's it's not a favor. I mean, think about it. the creator of the universe. Does he really need our help? He created it all without <laughs> yeah, us. Do you yeah. think he's really saying, come on, guys, I need some help down there? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I don't think it's it's for a favor. It's it's really, I, I believe it's it's for our for our benefit. For yes. our benefit. Yeah. You know, uh, all of us and and to one degree or another, we, we have the selfishness thing going on. Absolutely. I mean, we're all self-consumed with with our own stuff. If we're thinking too highly of our stuff of ourselves, it's a pride issue. If 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 we're so consumed with what's going on in our life and our struggles, you know, that's not healthy mm-hmm. either. Yeah. And yeah. so when we serve, we we take that moment to look beyond our own self, put our selfishness aside, and start thinking about other people. That is a healthy thing mm-hmm. that when when we're not serving we're we're not giving ourselves that opportunity to to escape ourselves and what's going on and the selfishness that that's happening there and so here's another thing like that that that, uh, that happens and i have the opportunity to lead short-term mission teams around the world obviously not during a pandemic haven't been doing that <laughs> here recently but uh, uh i love the opportunity taking people on teams and when when people sign up to go on a trip to go serve, you know, whether it's, it's, it's building a house or feeding the poor or working with kids or, you know, whatever, maybe it's a medical outreach, everybody goes with the expectation that I'm going to go and I'm going to, I'm going to have an impact. I'm going to go help those people. And those things happen. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously that, that's what we're hoping to do, but inevitably every single trip, um, at, at least one, maybe multiple people say, you know, I went on this trip so I can make an impact on other people because I wanted to help them. But you know who got the most out of it is me. Yeah. 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 You know, I went to give, but do you know who received the most? I did. I went to go teach, but you know who learned the most? It would, it would be me. That is awesome. And so that happens when we serve, we get outside of ourselves. We think about other people. Um, and, and sometimes we learn that other people's, uh, situation that they're in, uh, maybe is even worse than what we're going through. Well, I really like what you shared about the the selfishness, the self-centeredness. We talk about that a lot in in our care night, in our care ministry, especially recovery. Um, There's kind of an idea that selfishness and self-centeredness is at the root of all of our problems. And we talk a lot about when I'm thinking about somebody else, I'm not thinking about myself, and that's when I'm in the best shape. Mm. So I love that that aligns perfectly with our care ministry and and what we believe. And what a great way to serve. Uh, We're going to talk in a minute to Mark about serving locally, but what a great way to, to get out of yourself globally. I, I like that idea of, hey, look at uh, what's the old adage? The man was sad that had no shoes until he met the man with no feet. Mm. And and that idea. Wow. Yeah. 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 
Well, and I, I do know too, like some, uh, I, I, I know I've told Doug at least on a couple occasions, like I haven't had the opportunity to do, uh, haven't had the ability yet to go on a long-term, you know, over overseas mission, but I want to, that that's one of the things I want to do, especially as a family. Uh, but I know that like my friends who've gone on those and come back that, that a lot of times they still keep in touch. Like, you know, uh, maybe it's just email or maybe it's just keeping up with like whatever their local site is or, or Facebook in some, some cases as well. Yeah. Yeah. Mark, can you talk a little bit about um, kind of, uh, you know, piggybacking off of what Doug was talking about, more local, lo- local outreach, what you've seen, what you guys do? Yeah, I can. Um, well, f- first of all, I oversee, I'm the local outreach guy here at Northside, and I oversee uh, a few different ministries. One, one uh, specifically is our food pantry. And uh, we see a lot of different food pantries and a lot of way- different ways that they, they operate. But uh, one thing that was very important to us was uh, when we kind of made the switch and moved over to our Midtown Commons facility was relationships. And we wanted to be not only relational, we wanted to make the person primary and the food secondary whereas you know people are coming there to uh, get some food uh, because they need that but more importantly they we know that they need a relationship a relationship with God and through other people they're able to to experience that through prayer and just conversation so so that's been really vital to uh, the success of our food pantry uh, Pre-COVID, uh, obviously, that's kind of changed some things, but it's it's all about being relational. I mean, if you look at what Jesus did, you know, He's the King, the Lord, our Savior, and He came uh, to not be served, but to serve, and He was relational with everybody that he served. So I think that's one of the, the primary um, facets and importances of our of our ministries, the works ministry. We build into uh, widows and, and single moms and a bunch of guys just uh, on a Saturday morning head over there uh, to their home and, and help them. But it's not just uh, cleaning out gutters or doing landscaping. It's listening to them, having a cup of coffee at their kitchen table and just uh, being there and be present for them. That's great. That's awesome. Um, I know there's uh, we can go to the website and things, but would you just give a few particulars if someone is in need of our food pantry and or would like to volunteer with it if you could talk about some specifics yeah if you'd like to uh, volunteer at our food pantry we have uh, uh, if you go to our web- website at mynorthside.com and hit the serve page there there's some information where you could uh, uh, go and, and sign up to, to volunteer right now uh, volunteers we, I mean one of the the, the amazing things that we have in the food pantry and a lot of not, uh, several ministries don't have this uh, is we have more volunteers than we we, uh, we awesome. need so it's, it's great uh, so is, so it's just yeah, been a blessing to see uh, God working in the hearts of, of people that want to serve and they they, they want to be available to what uh, what, the, what God has for them so that's been cool if uh, if you need uh, food or, or need assistance in that way um, you can go to uh, several different websites uh, it's on our website as well, uh, our hours when we're available, when we're open, um, and, and other food pantries too have our information here locally. So it's it's very uh, uh, accessible. Uh, we're open on Tuesdays and, and Thursdays from five thirty to seven, and let's yeah. drive up right now and and we'll we'll hook you up with some food if you need it. Another well, way that somebody oh, can serve yeah, with the yeah, food yeah. pantry is actually to donate food. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah drop them yeah. off uh, if you're locally here. Drop them off at Northside and and. Uh, Yep. We'll make it sure we'll make sure it gets to the pantry and to the folks that need it for sure. The the one thing I was gonna say too is that you know if for some reason you can't make those hours, I mean there are uh, I've seen we have like mission partners like other other pantries mm-hmm. that we we publish and stuff like that too. But if it's an extreme situation after hours, we also have uh, do we we still do have the food boxes mm-hmm. here? Right? Yeah, we yeah. do have uh okay. call them yep the, okay the 
food pantry boxes that yeah. are available during business hours. And like I said, if, it's, if you're after hours, you're calling in and, and we can uh, connect you with another food pantry pantry that's available. Awesome. I love it. Doug, you, you kind of hit on this a little bit already talking a little bit about the selfishness, self-centeredness, that kind of thing, but talk a little bit more about um, sort of if outreach has its own mission statement, philosophy, that kind of thing, just kind of give us behind the scenes a little bit. Yeah. Um, if there's one word that, guides what we do with our outreach, it, it's mobilization. It's mobilization because uh, certainly we want to impact the people that we're serving. We, we definitely want to do that. We don't want to do it just uh, just to keep us busy, just to do some work and, and uh, to check off some community service hours or whatever that is. So we want to have the, an impact wherever we're at, in the community, around the world, uh, whatever. But it's also about mobilizing our people um, if, if when believers go and serve, there's something incredible that happens. There are life lessons that are learned when serving that you can't learn from a sermon. You can't get from a Bible study or group, and and uh, you just have to experience it. You just have to give of yourself and and go and experience that. And that mobilization piece is just so key to to what we do. Um, that. Uh, you, you know, maybe there's other churches that, you know, they give to missions. Let's give, and we give a lot of money. In fact, 12% of all that is given in the offerings uh, here at Northside on the weekend go to support outreach efforts. That's not awesome. everybody knows, knows that. Yeah. It's not a secret. It's it's just, wow, 12%. That's, that's, a, that's a lot of money. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so we definitely want to support with, with our finances, with our resources, but we also want to back that up with, with our hands and be the hands and feet and actually serve. Mm -hmm. And, and mobilization, um, is really key to what we do. Yeah. Well, love's an action word, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, at least that's what I've been taught that, that it's not just a feeling, it's not just a thought, it's, it's action. So I love that idea of being mm -hmm. mobilized. Uh, Tommy, I know you had a, a few notes there that you wanted to go over. What's, um... Yeah, just a couple of things. Like one thing I was thinking about, like as we were prepping for this, was, and, and you guys have already talked on it, is is when you're when you're, um, you know, I, I know for us, our our main overarching mission is to connect people to Jesus Christ, and so, and we have we have what we call the three C's. So connect people to Christ, connect people to community, and connect people to their calling, and and oftentimes, I, you know, when I'm talking to folks, I try to remind them like serving is is almost like a, a, a another kind of extension of a community. Because when you when you get onto a team and when you're with a group, you know you start you start uh, like you said just something happens there and you start having these relationships and there's like this investing in each other and, and they're building up each other and getting people's you know back. But uh, <clears throat> I say all that just to I I know that a lot of times people will ask you know well, what do I need to do or or what is what does God want me to do and 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 that's a wonderful question. And so how do you guys navigate that? I mean, I, I know some things that come to my mind, but but when you guys get asked that question, how can I serve? What, what, how do you guys navigate that situation? You know, usually that serving component, we would typically say that that's part of the calling, you mm -hmm. know, that, that third C that you that you mentioned there. Yeah. And, and sometimes people get hung up on that, that calling, like, okay, I got to figure exactly what my specific thing is to do. And sometimes mm -hmm. that, that's kind of like an analysis of paralysis. Analysis paralysis. Mm -hmm. Yeah, mm -hmm. uh, you know, I'm trying to figure this out, and and we want to do that because if we can find our sweet spot, then then we're gonna do the most good. We're gonna we're gonna experience the greatest blessing. We're gonna stick with it maybe for a longer period of time. 
but sometimes you just need to jump in and just start experiencing it. Just, yeah. just, just do it. Don't sit on the mm-hmm. sidelines trying to figure out that perfect piece. That's good. You know, uh, we, we got to get there and just step in and meet a need. Mm-hmm. And, and sometimes you go, you know what? I, I think I just learned that I really don't like kids, you know, or, or whatever it is. You, you know, you, you, you may not experience your sweet spot, but you still met a need. Yeah. And, and by continuing to serve in different areas that might help refine it. And then and maybe eventually you do find that sweet spot where you where you would say, you know what, this is is this is my calling but you know what ultimately our calling is to serve whatever it is yeah where wherever however and i i I would also say just make yourself available you Mm. know when we have short-term trips um you know we always put a purpose to it you know it's building a house it's it's going to be local outreach with kids you know or it's going to be teaching uh, Bible study, you know, whatever the purpose, medical outreach or something like that. And, uh, and, and we certainly will attract some professionals, you know, like doctors or nurses to do a, a medical thing. Mm-hmm. But there's also so many people that go, well, I don't have any specific skills. Like I'm not a professional builder. I'm not a, I'm not a doctor. So what, what can I do? And I always say, make yourself available. Yeah. Because when you when you make yourself available, God can use you and you don't have to have professional skills to to step in and serve. There is a need for that, but there's a need for anybody and everybody. And and uh, it won't take long before you realize, you know what, God had me on this trip for the specific purpose. And I didn't know that in advance. But because I went because I made myself available. Now I understand. Yeah. You know, when when you talk about that, that idea of being available, uh, there there was a situation that uh, happened to me. I shouldn't say happened to me. I just, I just happened to be available. I, I showed up and I was interning here a few years back and I was like, where's everybody at? And they were like, we have nobody to cook for picnic on the patio. And I'm like, well, I'll go back there and see what I can do. There was like these large <laughs> grills. I, I think I told this story once before, but there's these large grills, fire everywhere. And I'm like, and just like two people, I'm like, do y'all need a hand? They're like, yeah, we need a hand. I mean, and I'm, I'm t- still to this day, I'm surprised that Brian Combe has any hair left. Uh, I mean, like, I mean, flames were so high, but it was great. I, I spent, I spent, you know, like a service and a half back there flipping burgers and, you know, had good, uh, you know, a, a good camaraderie and just hanging out and just, you know, and, and I apologize because I'm sure that some of the burgers were probably either overdone or uh-huh. underdone. So I apologize. Got that sick. was your fault. That, yeah. <laughs> that, that was the weekend. Yeah. yeah. But, uh, one thing well, I, before you go oh, on, yeah, Tommy, yeah. I, I wanted to give Mark an opportunity too, because one of the things I really like about you guys uh, tag team a lot of of leadership and what you do, and yeah. um, this will date me, but I was kind of thinking they're kind of like Bo and Luke Duke. Yeah. But um, I, I wanted to get Mark's <laughs> perspective on that same question about when someone asks about serving or comes forward to serve, just kind of how you steer them, what you say to them. I'm sure it's similar to Doug in a lot of ways, but just wanted to hear what you had to say on yeah, that it, too. Yeah, it's it's very similar to Doug. I I, I I initially have a conversation with them and try to learn what their passions are and and what their you know, abilities are and wh- where that what that looks like mm-hmm. and then I try to line that up uh, with the opportunities that we have available because like Doug said uh, we are we are here our, our primary goal is to one word is to mobilize and and uh, there's needs all over the community there's needs uh, our mission partners locally uh, if you're a homeless ministry uh, helping helping uh, uh, maybe. Uh, uh, premature pregnancies as far as yeah. that, that happens uh, a lot there's there's ministries here so um 
So a, a lot of times we just look for opportunities uh, for that person to, to just plug in. And, and, and like Doug said, sometimes it's a, a sweet spot. Sometimes it works out, but mm-hmm. sometimes it doesn't. And you learn from all those experiences. And, and, uh, and as you're going through, because uh, like I said, there's needs all over our community. Yeah. Well, and, and kind of on that point, uh, you guys have a really big event coming up, something we do, uh, I think it's twice a year. And I, I just want to give you guys a, uh, some time and to, to unpack that and help people understand, you know, what that event is, what we call it, how they can get plugged in, you know, what the date is, all that stuff. Yeah. Uh, we've been doing a serve day for, Doug, you can correct me if I'm wrong, but I think it's uh, 10, day, 10 years uh, or, or more now. And, and now uh, you have actually the original serve day <laughs> shirt, right, if I remember right? I do have an original <laughs> serve day shirt, and I'm sitting in this chair uh today because of a serve day project that I yeah. did uh, over 11 years ago. So I, I, I started um, uh, my journey to becoming staff here on staff here through a serve day project, which led to a local or a, a international mission trip and and serving in a lot of different ministries. And, and I'm awesome. sitting in this this uh, chair today because of serve day. So uh, what serve day is, it's a it's a opportunity for our church to just uh, blitz our community uh, with the love of Jesus, which is uh, a kind of a, a byproduct of getting people uh, uh, serving. And sometimes it's serving for the first time in their life. And a lot of times uh, uh, when people, like Tom asked me about uh, wh- how I point people to serving, it if it's before serve day, it's going, okay, we have serve day coming up in six weeks. Uh, this is what we do in serve day. There's projects all over our community. We have Hundred before before COVID, we have hundreds of projects uh, that we uh, from various beautification projects at parks to um, making uh, meal packs for for Haiti to um, packing clothes for Honduras or other countries yeah. here at Northside and, and building walls for a habitat house. So there's all different kind of projects that you can get plugged into that uh, somebody can just possibly serve for the first time. Now, we don't want it to be your only time. We don't want it, yeah. like Doug said, to, to check that off a box. It's not a We've, one-off. It's yeah. not a one-off. Yeah. It's not saying, oh, I served this year. I'm done. No, but uh, for some people, that's the starting point. Yes, it is know? definitely yeah, a starting point for, yeah. for people to to, uh, to experience yeah. experience serving for the first time and what that looks like. And we have project leaders that are set up to, to help navigate that. Uh, we even uh, have projects with our local mission partners that are mm-hmm. faith-based that you could uh, uh, get connected with and and they're there uh, solely to not only do projects at their at their location, but also to share the vision of their ministry yeah. and uh, to capture the hearts of people uh, and to to maybe bring them along for ongoing yeah. serving opportunities. So there's all different kinds of uh, uh, opportunities for people to get uh, uh, to get plugged in. Uh, we do, like you mentioned, serving in groups. We we encourage groups to serve together, to and even just, serving as families. Uh, serving as families, because we think we believe that uh, serving together is is a is a key to growing not only your family to, uh, closeness and relationships, but also your your small group or your life group. Uh, just that connection there, and I would encourage life groups to serve together. But serve days coming up here, April 10th and 11th. It's a weekend, Saturday, Sunday. We do have some projects on the 9th on the in the evening as well. But it's going to be a great weekend where we just show the love of Jesus and, and come alongside our mission partners and, and provide opportunities to uh, mobilization for, for, our, for our folks here. And if you're, if, you're, if you're listening somewhere else and you can't make it to a local uh, serve day project, um, 
I encourage you to get together if you're part of a life group or your family. Look for a serving opportunity in, in your your neck of the woods, your city, your town uh, that you could serve, and maybe that weekend, and, and even send some photos this way to uh, to this uh, to this uh, um, podcast. Yeah, and I d- I just want to say that you know uh, just having lived down here, been on staff a couple of years, I've done a couple of these. And they're they're great. And actually, last time we we oh, hooked up with Team Emery and put on the hair nets together and made food packs. Packed and it the was food it was great. With the family's it awesome. was great. Yeah. It was great. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's probably our most popular. It is our most popular. Yeah. And and you could do it with little kids. I mean, right. Like it doesn't. Yeah. Yep. You know, yep. Uh, just like just like you said, it's like there was no specific skill set for holding a bag and waiting for somebody to pour beans in it. You know? <laughs> I mean, it's like just hold yeah. the bag. And yet, know? the, the knowledge the that that is going to make all the difference in yeah. someone's life yeah. and yes. hopefully yeah. convey the love of Jesus to them because they're being cared for at, at the most basic level. Now, yeah. I do have a funny, it wasn't so funny in the moment serve day story, but uh, we I don't know if we still do the blood bank or not. Yes. Yeah. I, I realized that uh, not to give blood if it's been a long day. <laughs> <laughs> so I go in there and I, I'm like, I'm like, well, they're, they're taking blood. There's no sign. I'm just going to go get blood real quick. And I had my, I had two of my boys with me and there's like, and it just had to be like, there was a bunch of like younger adults, like a bunch of like 18, 20 year old girls who were doing it too. I was like, whatever. And I was like, and they're all just jabbing up. I'm like, okay, I got this. You know, I think I was still in the army. I was getting it out. And I was like, okay, no big deal. And they're all just chipping, you know, just gabbing it up. And they stick the needle in me. I was like, okay, that was that seemed like it was awfully large, but okay, whatever. And moments later, like I just start going into like a cold sweat. I'm like, oh I'm no, like, I'm like slurring my speech. <laughs> <laughs> Oh wow! But, but yeah, so if, if if you're gonna do that, definitely make sure you have a good. Tommy breakfast, believes on giving until it hurts. Yeah, until <laughs> but, you know, at least you got some free snacks and a coke out. Yeah, of yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Sure. yeah, that's why some people give blood. They're, yeah. We're, we're, we're reaching hungry. the end of our time, and yeah. Doug, I wanted to give you an opportunity. I know that um, we've got some new initiatives, some new things going on at the church. Um, kind of a, a maybe, if you will, sort of a, a grand outreach. Uh, if you wanted to talk a little bit about some of the new things that are going on. Yeah, um, yeah. In addition to to serve it, serve day, and I, if I could just say one more thing about serve day, Mark was talking about people who are maybe not in our local area to find some needs around us. That's really a healthy thing for people who are even in our local area and a part mm-hmm. of Northside. I mean, yeah. uh, Mark puts together usually about or close to a hundred different projects, and it's great that the you know because some people are just I can't think of anything. But how great is it when we're all just so in tune with the needs of our neighbors and people yes. that it doesn't take being a centralized, hey, what do you got for us? What what can we do? It's just that we know, we're, we're aware. Uh, there's the relationship with people in our own community and our neighbors to we just step in there. We don't need somebody to organize for us just to, to, to wait to serve. That's great. Yeah. Um, but the other, the other opportunity, and it's not so much a, a service thing, but it's, uh, it's, it's an outreach in a sense that it's uh, it's a great starting point for somebody to start their faith journey and and uh, at Northside it, it's called Discover Northside. It's uh, it it's for people who just who are who are who are new. Um, maybe they've just experienced a, a worship service on the weekend. It could be online. It could be in person. It doesn't matter. 
but uh, you know, there's there's so many people who are just checking out church. Maybe I, I kind of call it dating church. You know, uh, mm-hmm. I'm not ready to commit. <laughs> uh, I don't. I'm not ready to get in some group or even start serving yet. I just want to check this place out. I don't even know if I like these people. I don't know if I like the programs. I don't know if I even believe the same thing these people believe. Yeah. So. Discover Northside is that perfect place to start, to find out, okay, what does this church believe? What are they all about? What kind of church is this? And uh, and then, okay, yeah, maybe I'll, I'll warm up to it, and, and uh, I understand. I, I, I see what's going on for my kids and they, they or my family. And, uh, in fact, I think they probably look at things and go, wow, I had no idea that this church does so much, not just for the people who attend, but isn't it great to see what this church does for other people in the community? And that's what mm-hmm. I'm so excited about myself uh, about this church is uh, you can look at a big building here, and, and, and some people can make the conclusion, oh, that's probably just some big country club and some bunch of people who are all about themselves. Until they see these red shirts on serve day serving out in the community, <laughs> a fact, wave of them. <laughs> we 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 hear the stories all the time. I was on I was way off on the west side of town, and I saw this big group of people who were doing this cleanup and work. And, and then I went to the other side of town, and there and there you guys were there as well. And so <laughs> it's really exciting to see that that uh, people are recognizing that there's an outward focus. It's not about ourselves. It's it's mm-hmm. about loving our community and loving people around the world because Christ loves us. That's awesome. Doug and Mark, I want to thank you guys yeah. so much for uh, being available today and letting little, you know, letting people know what you do, what we do, how to serve, the importance in serving. And uh, before we wrap it up, um, go ahead, Tom. Yeah, I was going to say one thing. I just want to, uh, what we'll do is uh, when we post this, we'll make sure we include links to uh, to their page and, and to their, their events coming up. And if you guys have any questions uh, along with their contact information. That sounds so, great. Uh, but uh, we're going to pray it out because prayer is primary. That's and, right. And we want to make sure that uh, we encapsulate everything in prayer. So. Yeah, sounds good. Yeah. Join me in prayer. Well, Heavenly Father, I just want to thank you for uh, the opportunity to serve uh, a great community at a great church with great team members, uh, Doug and Mark, Tommy. Um, Lord, thank you so much for the opportunity to reach people through uh, the, a podcast. Uh, just cool what you're doing with uh, technology today to reach uh, people. And Lord, uh, you told us that you came not to be served, but to serve, uh, and we should do the same. Lord, uh, we know that we give our lives away to keep it. So Lord, help us and empower us to serve others, our community, our neighbors, our friends, and even folks we don't know. Um, Lord, help people to get involved and to uh, uh, to just keep themselves available for whatever God has for them. Thank you for all that you do in and through us. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 All right. Well, don't forget, you can join us every Thursday morning, 7 a.m. to catch this episode or others, either on Facebook, Amazon Music, Spotify, or Apple Podcasts. And as always, you can go to mindnorse.com slash care for additional resources. Love you guys, and we'll catch you next week.